Welcome everyone, Ne'er Shabbos, we're about to begin, Be'ez is Hashem, Shir number 42 in the Svarim of Zelik Pliskin, we're in the Sefer on Kindness. Today we're going to talk about happiness producing questions, that when you talk to people and you want to learn about people as you're having conversations with them, very often simple questions that you ask them give them a special amount of pleasure, a special amount of nachas ruach, that increases their level of happiness. So, for example, you may ask a person, as you're having a discussion with them about various subjects, what was their greatest moments, what were their greatest uh, childhood memories, that will get them into simchadika mood and share with you those favorite childhood memories of theirs, what were the nicest things people ever said to you, your best vacation, what makes you good uh, feel good, what do you enjoy reading. Um, all these um, questions are chasadim, number one, that you're showing your interest, that you really genuinely care about a person and you want to listen to them, but you're also triggering um, questions that elicit a certain feeling of well-being and simcha for the person that's responding to it. When did you feel you were you you would succeed in what and and you actually did succeed in something? Um, what praises and feedback did you get from people that you appreciated? What was the nicest thing your Rebbe or teacher ever told you? Um, you know, what what do you consider your wisest decision? And that you know, and the response of that as they talk about their their wisest decision or the, their their favorite um, things that happened to them, it brings about a good simcha to them. So that's an important thing. And it's an excellent tool to think about. So, for example, also, if someone, you know, that our grandparents, they, they just got a new anical, or they have a few grand, can I know her, grandchildren already, and you talk to them and they say, how are your anical doing? How are your grandchildren doing? What is a clever, cute thing or a wise thing that you saw that your grandchildren did or said? And they glow and they shine when they, res- you know, they, they respond back to you. So that is one real key chesed that is very excellent tool is to ask these happiness producing questions questions that you're asking somebody as you're learning about it and then you listen to their responses and um, that creates a tremendous um, simcha and joy to the person who who is answering those questions another chesed uh, is the chesed to help people learn how to say no this seems paradoxical because if we're talking about shiurim and kindness, and shiurim and kindness is, of course, about doing kindness, saying yes to opportunities to do chesed, not saying no to them. So what does it mean that you, when you teach people to say no, that's a chesed? And the answer is that very often it is a chesed because a lot of people have this issue where they say yes more often than, than, than is healthy for them. And they need to learn to say no, no more often. Um, and the more chesed you do, the more you're telling someone to develop a balanced perspective will be accepted. So in other words, many people burn themselves out, genuinely burn themselves out, go overboard and hurt their health or their shalom bayis or, or whatever it is because they go overboard with a particular project or even if it's a chesed project. And some people may say yes out of embarrassment when they really need to say no. And at times that they know they should say yes to a request, 
and they're feeling lazy and they know they have to overcome that laziness or that yetzahara as we call it um, in order to break that habit and do that chesed anyway. That is true. Very often you should suspect yourself if you want to say no to a favor that you want to, you're thinking about doing a chesed for your friend and then all of a sudden you have an urge to say no and it could be motivated out of laziness, then yeah, of course, you work on yourself to be less lazy and do it. But very often, simply, a person says wants to say no, not because they're lazy, not because they don't want to help, but they simply don't have the time, they don't have the energy to do that. And these people need permission, they need encouragement to say no. We'll talk at some point, uh, Be'ez Hashem, in the future, about personality types, as we said, uh, the Enneagram, the MBTI, but in passing, just to mention, in Enneagram, there's a, there's a type called Type 2 that's known, their good points, is that they are loving, they're caring, they do a tremendous amount of chesed, they're giving to the next stream, but the negative side of this Type 2, which they, the, 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 that they have to worry about and be concerned about and make sure to hold back on, is, is that they sometimes give and give and give to the point First of all, they may use it in manipulative ways. That's a separate issue. But one of the aspects is also that they'll burn themselves out. Their plates are already full and overfull with their exhausting schedules. And they're doing this chesed more because they feel that's that part of their personality or they want to perceive as being, um, you know, uh, sacrificing for everything or having Messiris Nefesh. And people should see that, how kind they are. And that's not a healthy thing, especially if it's going overboard. Another thing that's important with teaching people no, they need to learn how to say no in face of anger. Sometimes, for example, when someone's pressuring you to do a chesed or pressuring you to do something, and you're afraid if you don't say yes, they'll get upset at you, they'll get angry at you. And what you need to realize at that point, that anger is very often used as a manipulation. It's a manipulative device. Even if you're not showing open anger, you're showing just the disapproval. That's it's a manipulative way of getting a person to do something for you. So if you sense that, when you see somebody being the victim of that, where they're being used, people are asking favors of them, and they're using them, and they're using anger, you know, that to get other people to do what they wish. And because they're uncomfortable to face that anger, so they would rather do what they have to do just to calm that person down or to alleviate the discomfort, uncomfortable feeling of them not liking you, then there's a chesed to encourage them not to be blackmailed and to help them say no and to help train them to remain calm and centered even, the, even when they face anger. And then, you know, you, you, ha- you develop that skill yourself and you teach that skill to others. It is important not to say anything to an angry person that will just getting angry with more angrier, but at the same time, you need to be assertive. So if someone asks something unreasonable, you respond. You know, if I can do it, I would, but if I can't, then, then I'm sorry, I won't be able to, and that's all. So he brings an anecdote like this. I was totally overwhelmed, and I felt that any time anyone asked me to do something for them, I had to agree to do it. It became known that I was the one to ask for all types of favors. I love doing things for others, but too much of a good thing can be a problem. I was constantly tired and exhausted. I still feel guilty that I wasn't doing even more. Finally, I became so run down that I collapsed. An elderly, kind-hearted soul visited me when I was recuperating. 
I told her how badly I felt that I'm not feeling well, which prevented me from doing for others. But after questioning me about my hectic schedule, she said to me, I insist that you learn to tell people that you would like to help them, but you can't. And when you can say no, then your yes is a real yes. And I respected her for her good deeds, and I accepted her opinion. And from then on, I was more balanced in what I agreed to do and what I declined. So, again, this lesson, the first lesson is obvious, what we talked about in the beginning of this year, of happiness producing questions to help ask questions to people that could create a simcha in their lives. Makes perfect sense in doing a chesed. The second lesson here seems to be counterintuitive. You know, we're talking about chesed here. Giving and, and being kind and actively doing everything you can to help somebody else. And yet, here we're talking, saying something that seems the opposite, that it is a chesed sometimes to say no, and it's a chesed sometimes to teach other people to say no and refrain from doing chesed. Now that seems very paradoxical, and it seems illogical, and it seems even like opposite of you would think of what Hashem wants, but in reality that is not so. Everyone needs to learn that and to have that yichelis to do that. The same thing applies as an example, shalom bias issues that happens very often, this issue with guests. Sometimes they're all worn down, the husband and wife are both worn down, and these guests want to come, they're used to coming, and normally you're happy to have them come. And but you know you and your wife, you need the break. You need you need a break, and you have to. They want to come, and you're gonna have to tell them no. Sorry, uh, we're not available this week. We would love to invite you, generally speaking, but now we can't do it. And because they need that time for themselves or to rest or whatever it is, they need that break. And when they really need that break, that is chesed to say no. Certainly, you know, with shalom bayis in general, you know, even if one of them. Uh, the wife just says, I can't cook so much to this. I'm just overtired. I can't do it. Then the husband shouldn't pressure her on that. And certainly if they both feel that way. So as much as Achnas is something that the whole world stands on and is the mo- one of the most beautiful things in the world. But nevertheless, when it goes to a point where you get overwhelmed and over, 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 overwhelmed by it, you, you know you have to stop. And sometimes again, also people that are they know they're excellent speakers and they're invited to speak all over the place. And, but, but there are times, periods, where for their own um, you know, health, they need to say no and they cut back. Um, that's also very, very normal. So there, there's other people I know that I heard that uh, you know, were asked, let's say, on Fridays um, to give shiurim and different things. And they said, no, sorry, it's, it's a short Friday and uh, my prepare, preparation for Shabbos is to learn and to do other things like that. So everyone knows their own madrega. And, and yes, there's an Indian to do, go beyond when it comes to chesed, that is true, but not at the expense of your own health, physical or emotional health. So therefore, it's important sometimes to learn how to say no. Certainly, it's important when you see somebody being taken advantage of or somebody that has a hard time saying no when you know they need to say no. Someone that's um, just going over overboard in their chesed that they're doing where you see that they're getting run down in a severe way, there's definitely a big mitzvah to help them stop that and to help them say no. Have a wonderful Shabbos.